Sustainability Research Pod, a podcast where you hear about applied research into education and sustainability. This podcast is brought to you by members of the Sustainability Research Group hosted at London South Bank University. The Sustainability Research Group is a collaborative, multidisciplinary group actively involved in researching practice, policy and pedagogy relating to sustainability. The United Nations Sustainable Development Goals provide a frame of reference linking the work of the group and the examples of research shared with you in this series of podcasts. My name is Sarah Davis and in this episode I'll be discussing English as a second language and its potential for embedding sustainability into its global classrooms. English is the international lingua franca and is taught across the world and today we'll explore the challenges and opportunities faced by learners and teachers in this field. Joining me today is Rebecca Taylor, an experienced English language teacher and literacy specialist. Rebecca is a graduate of the Education for Sustainability Masters at London South Bank University and has been researching and trialling ways and methods to teach sustainability in the English language classroom. I started by asking her about the difficulties that teachers and learners experience when talking about issues relating to sustainability. Environmentally, it's it's a whole different language, right? So you're teaching language, but also the language that you're teaching is very subject specific. um, And you're trying to get those concepts across without being too academic. Um, because you're teaching students from a range of backgrounds in your class and you're trying to get them to see those connections. That's the thing. So you're trying to say, right, yes, climate change. Yes, it's really bad. But what, what causes climate change? And they, they desperately want to have the language to explain it, but they don't have the language to explain it. So you kind of have to pre-teach the language and also explain the concepts in its basic form. And then you kind of have to help them join the dots almost so that they see the connections between things because the thing about sustainability I feel is it's everything's connected you can't and nothing's in isolation um, everything has been influenced and has a knock-on effect by everything else so it's that's that's obviously a, a critical thinking exercise that you're trying them to engage with but at the same time, you're trying to teach them some, some, some language because that's the job that you have. When you get higher with levels, so if you have like a, I would say, an intermediate, upper intermediate class, that's when I think you can get more into the nitty gritty of um, the reasoning behind sustainability because they have that language. Um, so it's, it's very much like it's a, it's, it's a two-tier system almost. You have to make sure they have the English language, um, but also the understanding to join up things and, and take, it, take that forward. But how far do you think that the materials that are used within, within these types of classes support that learning as well? Yeah, that's an interesting one because I think a lot of English language teaching materials are very, what I would say, Eurocentric. It's not particularly diverse. Um, I don't think students relate to it particularly. And um, so I've often had to change my track with what I'm doing with students so it reflects their backgrounds and their um, social context better. Because then, you know, they've got, 
they've got that understanding of the language they've got that and it's easier for them to acquire the language if it if they understand the context better and you know I, it's it just feels it just feels right i mean sustainability is not just about teaching about climate change it's 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 about diversity and um um equality and gender parity you know and so i think this all needs to be represented in the materials um so that it's 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 a much wider view not such a narrow view and given what you're just saying about you know um representation in materials and being context specific and engaging learners i mean in an ideal world how far do you think that english as a second language could go in developing awareness around sustainability i think i think it could go a lot further mm-hmm. um i think there's a lot of individuals similar to me and yourself who work in esl who would love to um create more materials that reflected the learners needs and their social back- backgrounds <clears throat> i mean teachers are really really creative uh, you give them something and you you get them to kind of see the importance of it and they will run with it you know most teachers i have met are in it because um they enjoy teaching and they enjoy kind of the buzz of the classroom and the interaction um and if they can get more of that out of something which i think they will do if those materials are create more of that um that learning kind of rich environment um i think the teachers would be up for it i really do i think you know if you if you packaged it in a way that made them understand how important and most teachers would see the importance in it i think without too much packaging but if you gave them that autonomy to go forward with something and say look this is what we're aiming for we've got these learners and we feel they're not particularly being represented in the materials that we have would you be interested in putting something together that was better reflected i think you'd get like yeah yeah i'll do it how free are teachers to teach their own thing are they particularly tied by a curriculum there are materials that are set and i think there is supposed to be flexibility mm. with what you do but as we know teaching can be hectic and time consuming and so sometimes you don't have all the time in the world to prepare for a lesson so you take what you're given and you know we're all trained actually to take what we're given and to expand on it so i think what would ease that kind of pressure would be like okay we've got this idea we've got this concept which teachers would be interested in doing this or this or this and then you share it um and there is a lot of sharing that goes on there is but i think it it could be better streamlined mm-hmm. um so that the message is much clearer of the materials and their worth and you know we're not all teaching the same thing absolutely and you don't have to teach exactly the same as all the other teachers but it's nice to have something there um that you can all everyone has to have differentiation in the classroom so you have to look at your learners and what's best for your learners but i think if if this could be organized in some way i think it would enhance um not just the learners experience but the teachers as well and how how equipped do you think our teachers 
generally to teach about sustainability and I'm talking very much about ESL language teachers yeah so actually I think ESL teachers are a pretty international bunch mm. I think we've taught in lots of different countries a lot of us we've had lots of different experiences I think when we come together we share those experiences and um, I think there's a wealth of experience there that can be utilized. Um, I definitely think there is the capability. And I think from those experiences, um, they can pluck from them the importance of sustainability. So if, you, if there was a training session, for example, about sustainability and basic concepts and um, apply it to your teaching, I think there would be something that they could look back on in their teaching, say, well, yeah, I did that there. But it's making that connection. Um, and so it's like, I think, you know, I did some of these training sessions with the college that I worked at for teachers. And I, you know, I said to them, think about a context that you taught in and it applied this sustainability um, topic. And a lot of them were like, oh yeah, yeah, I remember doing that. So they've done it. It's just understanding that they've done it and maybe what they could do to improve it. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. It's a really interesting um, point that you make about ESL teachers being an international bunch with a wealth of experiences from different contexts um, that we can that we can share together. Um, and I suppose the, the last question I've got for you, Rebecca, um, is obviously ESL was one of the industries last year that suffered a massive blow during the pandemic. Um, do you think that there's potential to make it something more with all the potential it has around experience of sustainability? Yeah, I do. And I think this is, I think loads of organisations are actually changing because of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So one of the big shifts that happened last year was obviously online learning. There was a huge opportunity here. And um, I remember teaching lessons with students who ordinarily wouldn't have been able to go to a face-to-face -face classroom because of childcare concerns. So suddenly you're, you're, you're tapping into um, a whole new set of learners who are able to come to lessons because of online learning. Um, so I think there's, there's been a massive shift in education anyway to online learning. And this could be something that um, would create a bigger learner's base, but if they could market the courses that they do so that it has a sustainability element to it that would interest the learners. So if they're doing a business um, English uh, course with ethics, because there's always ethics in business, um, and um, you know the discussion element of the course could be around the ethics of something like um, uh, child labor or um, un, un, underpaid workers in uh, garment factories. And you know, the, the great thing about online teaching is you still get the great multimedia that you can use like videos and podcasts. And um, you know, it's, it's all, it's, it's like a classroom, but I think it's even more technologically um, possible what you can do. So if you can bring all those concepts in and, and just, I think update your courses so it reflects the world more that it that it, that it is now. Mm. Um, I think I think maybe students would buy that up a bit more. 
the thing is with sustainability now is it, it, it is, from what I hear, being integrated more into education curriculums, um, which is great. Um, but I think the teachers need the understanding of sustainability. So it's almost like to train the trainer. So um, I, I would like to see more institutions putting on um, courses for their teachers for they, them to understand sustain, sustainability concepts more. So that when they actually teach them, it's um, clearer the meaning of them so that the learners really get the full picture of exactly what they're learning. And I suppose with ESL as well, there, there is a little bit more opportunity and freedom because it's not bound by national curriculum targets. Um, yeah. So there is actually a little bit more flexibility, um, something that, that I didn't really realise at the time when I was working in it, how flexible it actually was, because you get so sort of caught up with, with the values of the organisation that you're working for and what you have to do and whatever. But in hindsight, I can see how free it probably is um yeah and and yeah. you're right at that in that sense that yeah teachers probably would benefit from training and connecting the dots um yeah absolutely well thank you very much um thank you very much for joining us today thanks sarah thank you for listening to this episode of the sustainability research pod and thank you to rebecca for sharing her research this is one of a series of podcasts where members of the Sustainability Research Group hosted at London South Bank University share their work. Please share and subscribe to wherever you find your podcasts to automatically receive more episodes.